for the People Discussion podcast here. Um, we kind of have a reputation for doing sports as of late, and people often forget that the title of this podcast is The People of Discussion. We'll talk about pretty much everything. And this week, we have Emma Magnuson on here, a uh, staff writer here at the Charles Street Times. Um, she came up She came up to me the other day on social media, not literally in person, social distancing. We got to respect the guidelines. Um, she came up to me the other day and said, um, I have these questions I want to make for an article I sell. That's when my genius brain said, screw it, let's make it a podcast. Um, so that's why we have Emma on here today. And we're going to have uh, three LHS students calling in um, to answer these questions. They have not heard them before. So this is going to be 100% raw. Um, so uh, Emma, how are you doing today? I'm good. I'm good. How are you, Anthony? I'm chilling. I can't complain. Um, you want to run these questions by me really quick? Of course. All right. So the topic that all the questions fall under is whether or not students rely too much on technology and online resources. So go ahead. I thought you were. Okay. So the first question is, do you think it's fair for students to use the online resources that are available to them to answer questions for homework? It's really not. I mean, I'm guilty of doing it. I'm sure the three people we're going to be speaking to today are 100% guilty of it. But at the same time, that's all we know, if you really think about it. We really haven't been taught how to use textbooks and how to look up our own information. And that's mm -hmm. why we rely heavy, heavily on social media. We look at headlines. Um, it's, it's 2020. That's kind of what we grew up with. That's in all we know how to do. Uh, so when you Google, when you look up an answer on Google, um, that's all we really know how to do. And we're really not learning anything from it. And that's why I think the education system these days is just so, so completely broken. I agree. They care more about whether we get it right or wrong as opposed to whether we're learning. Absolutely. All right. So the next question I have is, do you think this whole distance learning, online schooling, do you think that led to more cheating and students using the Internet to get their homework done? I mean, since we don't have the one-on-one -on -one interaction with a teacher like we would in the classroom, it's 100% going to quadruple the chances of someone mm -hmm. using the Internet. Because how are we doing school on the Internet? Through Zoom calls, through Google Meet. So why wouldn't a student um, access their homework through that? Why wouldn't they access an answer through that? It doesn't make, it doesn't make sense to not. Not even – you can't even go into it thinking you're cheating. You just think, all right, I'm just using this to my advantage, if yeah. that makes any sense at all. Because there's no one standing over your shoulder telling you not to because mm -hmm. you're at home. That's why um, I'm sure there's some people that don't um, copy answers and stuff. I don't do it very often. I'm not even lying. I'm not even trying to sound good here, but I rarely do it. I just like to, um, I like to get it done on my own. So when a test or something comes, I'm 100% prepared for it. And I don't have to rely on people. So that's just me, though. I know many more people, honestly, copy answers and all that good stuff. So, I mean, if you're going to use the Internet, you're using it to your advantage. I kind of went off there. I kind of lost my own train of thought. But we it's can right. make that. Okay. So this one's, a, this one's a juicy one. Do you think teachers rely on technology to do their job for them? Um, sometimes they do. Uh, I'm not going to go out and name, I'm not going to go out and name names here, but I know a couple of teachers that when they have technical difficulties, they'll throw a video up and just say, Hey guys, watch this. Um, yeah. it's not a bad way of learning at all. 
um, if you actually sit and pay attention to it and you take that, not really taking down notes, if you're just taking down mental notes of the detail that's um, going on, you can honestly benefit so much from it. So the final question you kind of just I'm going to go back on that one real quick. I hate to cut you off. It makes you think in your own way. It makes you think on your own. And it's not just force feeding information down your throat. I agree. It kind of cut you off there, but yeah, it's okay. You kind of like open your mind up in a way. Like the last question I have is, do you think there's anything wrong with a teacher having a video be their lesson for the day? No, not at all. To a point. Um, if students are struggling with it and they don't, they don't like it necessarily, and it's not really benefiting them at all, then obviously the teacher should get rid of that method of teaching and, um, find a different way of teaching. Um, but, but if, if it, if it's like, ahead. sorry, if it's like captivating the kids and if it's interesting to them, then they're learning. 100%. You got to put learning in a way that'll draw the attention of a teenager or whoever you're teaching. You can't just sit, have them sit there and watch documentaries upon documentaries about, I don't know, Teddy Roosevelt. I'm not bashing anyone here, but just having people sit there and just listen to all these facts that. A teenager might not find necessarily necessary. Um, It'll go in one ear. Absolutely. Just and then they're just going to all they're going to be worried about is if it's on the test. And if it's not on the test, then that information is just going to be. They don't need it. Exactly. I think I did a pretty good job there. I agree. I agree. Um, Well, let's see what everyone else has. First up, we have uh, Shirley Gwenford, um, big time track star. I know that. Uh, she, um, she's not a part of our staff, but, um, she volunteered to be here. Um, Shirley, welcome. Hello. Thank you for the compliment. Big time track star. I appreciate that. All right. (laughs) All right. But hello. Um, I'm going to kind of instigate here. I'm going to kind of like maybe contradict your answers every now and then. I don't know if contradicts though. Contradict is the right word, but I'm going to kind of roll with that. I'm going to try and oppose your views and see what you really believe in. Um, Emma, the floor is all yours. Okay, so I'm going to hit you with some questions, okay? So, um, do you think it's fair for students to use Google for their homework? Well, for literally, like, everyone's most of their lives, like, we've just been taught, sorry, we've just been taught to use a pen and paper to just write down our answers, to learn everything from scratch, memorize it, and to not look at another tab and copy off of that and put down your answers. So, wait, repeat the question one more time. Well, do you think it's fair for students to use online resources to answer homework questions? For the fact that most students prefer it since it is an alternative to working harder and like the work ethic involved like we went from having six hour school days to having like three hour school days because of all this and mostly because like students are sitting there not like studying for the work as opposed to they're just googling like what's the element 47 on the periodic table because i don't know the element 47 on the periodic table so honestly it's pretty not fair although like i do i do prefer online schooling just for that fact it's just still not fair because i'm not getting the proper education as I should be when compared to sitting in a classroom, my teacher teaching me and me not listening in the classroom, but still I'm in a classroom. 100%. I agree with that. So, so you're implying that online schooling has made it easier for kids to cheat on their work, right? 
for kids to cheat lowers worth ethic and next year is going to be miserable for everyone who just became motiv- unmotivated and lazy from all of this. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Do you think <laughs> teachers rely on technology and online things to do their job for them? Well, this is like a varying question depending on the subject. For example, when it comes to like math related subjects, like a teacher, well, for the past teachers I've had, they've, this is the classes I've done poorly on when they've showed videos instead of teaching. When it's come to critical thinking classes, I'm not going to watch a video because I'm not going to be able to watch, I'm not going to be able to ask questions and get like the answer I need because everyone's taught a different way. So when teachers put on videos for kids, every single person is going to react to that video differently, causing a different reaction in grades and it's just, I do not support that. I'd rather have, like, a teacher go step-by-step step on what to do, depending on what subject. If it's, like, a science-related, I guess I could watch a video because those are fun. But if it yeah. comes to critical thinking, like, I'm I just, need... I'm just going to join in real quick. Science is not fun, but you can keep going. Science? Chemistry is, like, you have, to, you have to get used to it at the beginning. It was fun, and then it just kind of got to, like, the math section. Like I said, it depends on the teacher and what they're showing yeah. in class, but I really prefer just doing the work in packets to be able to remember that compared to just watching a video of a guy and not being able to ask questions. I think that watching a video in class, it depends on what subject. Like, let's say it's mm-hmm. social studies then easy you could just watch a documentary because like social studies is basically like story time in my mind in, in my mind but as for math like that's something you have to sit down and like figure out with the help of a teacher the video isn't going to teach you your mistakes because your mistakes are individualized you know what i mean exactly when you i'm just going to join in real quick because this is my show i can do that i'm kidding don't take that seriously um when you say um the video isn't going to teach you and the video isn't going to help you learn from your mistakes. Do you think that's good for students, for some students, I should say, to try and pick up on their own mistakes and see where they're going wrong and learn from that to teach themselves? Well, that's a good... Oh, yeah. No, it's early. Okay. So the thing with that is like as, a, like, as a human, like we all learn from our mistakes and become better people from it, like with every single thing. But when it comes to like that, like most times, like again, a 20 second video isn't going to help that. You're going to have to hear the words of another p- teacher who understands how your brain works, how you learn, and for them to teach you the ways that you deserve to be treated. Like if you need to learn two plus two on a calculator, so be it. But I don't like videos in the slightest. It's not worth it. Interesting point of view. All right, that's all I have for the question. So wait, overall, do you think that students nowadays rely too too much on technology? Yes. Like I like I all of my friends, including me in most cases, when it comes to like when it comes to for example, well we all know what castle learning is as to prep us for a test coming up. When it comes to those, it's so like it's actually depending on the grade. Now that I think about it, for the grade that the teacher is giving you, like if I'm taking something like online, it's just like a like a couple questions. If my whole grade depends on it, I'm going to sit there and I'm going to look it up. I'm not going to lie. And if I can't find it, oh, well, I'm just going to try my best. If I'm given an assignment where it's like you can put what you want, the grade doesn't matter, I will be giving my answers to the fullest, honestly, respectfully, because in that case, like 
I'm not going to risk my grade just because I'm thinking outside the box and doing the wrong thing. Like, I don't know if that makes sense, but no, like, I'm your thinking. Absolutely. I completely forgot what I was saying and I lost my train of thought. So what was the question again? <laughs> Come on, stay sharp. For- I'm sorry. It's the first time on television. Television. Oh. <laughs> Podcast. Uh, but yeah, I just, I just think that we need to use, like, just go back to, like, pens and papers, because, like, online is just, I think at the end of the year, like, as soon as, like, my teachers were like, okay, you're not gonna have a final anymore, I was like, everyone was demotivated. Literally, demotivated. What's something to work up to? When it comes to, like, goals and everything, like, basically, the final at the end of the year is a goal. Like, you got to work up to your goal to be able to accomplish it. So, in that case right there, you have no motivation. You have no final to study for, no exams, no regents, and you're You're just... You're just trying to get through it at that point. There's five days left, and what makes any motivation for me to complete the three assignments I have left? Nothing. It just sucks. I just miss sitting in classrooms and, like... If like I sleep, fall asleep in class for two minutes, I get sent to the AP, which I've never done, but I, I can do kind of Zoom call and I'm fine. So there's a difference. Exactly. Some very good points brought up there. Shirley, we want to thank you for your time coming on here. I know you're a very, very busy person. Thank you. Thank you very much. Track star things, but thank you very much. Yeah, sure. All right. Thanks. Goodbye, everyone. Thank you for having me. Yep. All right. I think she was great. She could be a regular on the show, maybe. Love her. <laughs> um, next up, calling him in now. Um, he recently won the election for the 2021 class president. Patrick Matthews, Mr. President, an honor for you to be on the show. Thank you. Appreciate it. Hey, Pat. Remember, this so, is a clean so. show, so please watch your mouth. I will. I will. Don't worry, I can. <laughs> All right, Emma, you got the floor. <clears throat> All right, so, um, so Pat, how do you feel about this whole online schooling thing? I think this is the only way we can, you know, get work and to do it because obviously we can't do it in real life. So you just have to deal with it. And even if this was in real life, I feel like you would use the technology as much more or even more because people are more motivated, I think, in school than online. So... I think that, you know, obviously there's going to be some cheating. Obviously there's going to be some unmotivation. But honestly, I think this is an opportunity for a lot of people because you can easily get the answers, but also because your grades can go up easily if you're Uh motivated. Um, Also, if you realize it's all Google Classroom, most of it, a lot of it is. So they put it up at random times and they they give you a lot of time to do it. So like I said, you can just look it up quickly. You can get it from someone else. Yada, yada, yada. So that's why I'm saying, like, I think this is an opportunity and this is a once in a lifetime, unless if something happens when we go back to September. But I don't think that's going to be the case, but we'll see. Um, so you don't think we're going to go back to school in September? No, I do. I think okay. we will, but we'll see. No, that's fine. So you think online schooling is a chance for children, uh, students to get their grades okay. up easier, right? I think that, yeah, uh, yeah. Definitely. Um, because like I said, you can easily look at it, look it up and just get the answers done right there. And they, they can't tell you you can't, you know, yeah. because what are they going to do? But I think and I, I think a way that it will be less cheating and a lot more like, you know, from your brain is mandatory Zoom calls and stuff like that. But people have to have the same schedule. And as of right now, that's not the case because everyone's doing something or sleeping in or whatever. 
So, or work even, you know, mm-hmm. I have to go to work too. So, you know, it, it's all like, not everyone has the same schedule, like in school. And unless if they did that from the beginning and, you know, the classes said, oh, we're going to do this to this, this to that day, and we'll learn there and then do it there. I think that would have been a smarter idea, but, you know, it's June now. We have one week of school and. It is what it is. Oh, yeah. I mean, I thank God for this opportunity because honestly, this has helped me a lot. Um, this coronavirus hasn't helped anyone in anyone any way, but I think this is one way that it helped a lot. For me, anyway, everyone has their own opinion. Do you feel as though your education and the education of your fellow classmates have been compromised in a way? Like, do you feel that we're not learning as much right now? Oh, 100%. Because, like I said, you can just look up the answers. Yeah. But, yeah. you know, in in school, um, like I said, everyone has their own opinion on things. Some people don't like this and that. I love science. I love math. I don't know. A lot of people don't. Um, no, I, I agree. I think, Our president. Yeah. <laughs> I think social studies is kind of boring to be honest with you but like I said everyone has their own opinion everyone likes this everyone likes that you can't tell them whatever but um definitely education is not the same because it's not hands-on it's not like you're seeing it it's not like someone's teaching you they're just handing you work saying do this teach yourself but a lot of people can't teach themselves and a lot of people don't like that because they don't have motivation to do it because they wake up late they stay up late I know everyone's been staying up late I Stayed up till six, you know, tonight. Oh, so, I don't know how. A so, lot. Of- like, you know, it's it's tough. It's a tough time. Everyone's going through. It. That's the difference between this and anything else because everyone is going for, through it. It's especially hard right now to stay motivated because it's basically summer. Like summer is yeah. like a corner. So mm-hmm. kids just trying to have fun i guess because there's no school but they still have to remember yeah. that they have work quarantining to do. and social distancing and all that but like i said like it's just no one's gonna follow the rules no one's gonna listen i mean yeah. unless if something mandatory like someone changes everyone's mind no one's gonna change everyone's mind nothing I'm kinda, gonna change everyone's mind i'm kind of gonna butt in here um this is a question for the both of you um, I know around this time of year, every single year, I ex- kind of start to get less motivated. And if you know anything about me, I'm always about that relentless mindset, getting after it every day. Um, mm-hmm. But do you think it's harder this year um, to kind of stay on track with the nice weather coming? I know it's a it's a struggle every year. Everyone wants to be outside hanging out, but in, but instead, on a normal in a normal situation, we would be in school, learning, getting ready for finals and stuff. Mm-hmm. And which I think is absolutely hard when there's so many other things you'd rather be doing than studying for mid, not, not midterms, finals and regents exams, sometimes AP exams for some people. Um, mm-hmm. But do you think it's harder now with, with no goal in oh, the man. end, just completing the year? Yes, 100%. We don't have regents, we don't have finals, but. Yeah. And I'm so that's. I'm about that, but. Well, that destroys like the motivation to go through the end of the year because right about now is like when we're we're studying for regents and finals. So like we, we finish the year on like a nice strong like push in a way. But right now we have nothing to get ready for. So everyone's just kind of going through the motions right now, just <laughs> finishing out the year like mellow in a way. This year is uh, sorry. I, don't know if uh, I just want to say something about AP exams because 
this year. I heard there, I heard there was a lot of um, issues with those. I want to hear what you think. I didn't take any this year, but I want to hear what I, someone who took multiple of them, I believe, hears about I, it. I took two. I did a push and AP Lang, and they modified the test so that it would be easier, and then they made it only, like, one question. So, like, basically, my whole AP exam grade for a push relied solely on a DBQ. Like, in my opinion, I don't think that's fair because I spent all year preparing for this, and it, it's all based on one question. I don't have any other chance to make it up. If I if the, if the question isn't something that I'm, like, comfortable with, then I'm screwed in a way. I agree with you on that because I remember last year I took AP Bio and I was complaining about how many questions there were because there were a lot. And then the next year they changed it to like half the test. Yeah. I got mad about that. But you know what? Like sometimes a, a larger test is better because the more questions you get, the more of a chance you have a better grade in a, in a way because say if yeah. you have five questions, you need four of those questions to pass. That's a lot out of exactly. the five questions. So I think that, you know, Doing it hands-on as well. I didn't take an AP this year, but um, maybe it was a better opportunity. I don't know because I, I, well, no. I didn't take it this year. But, yeah, um, last year I took one, and honestly, it wasn't that bad. Um, a lot of questions, but I understand what you were saying about just one question based it off. I don't, I don't think that's great. Yeah. Um, what's it called? Uh, everyone's worried about what's going on in the world because this year is so different from a lot of years. We've seen a lot of these years, but – since the beginning of January to now, it's only—it's not even half a year yet. Everything is going to like, you know, everything's just everything's like, going wrong. Yeah, Australian uh, wildfires, then Kobe Bryant dying, and then coronavirus, and then now like it's like oh. the George Floyd thing. Now everyone's doing riots, and now these riots aren't helping with Corona. But you know, I understand the riots and I respect everything everyone is doing it. I respect that um but it's just a different time right now and everyone's going through everything and can't do anything about it just sit back and watch uh-huh i feel like we went a little off topic there so let's yeah. um do you have any more questions emma um no that's it you didn't have any more written down that you didn't get to well yeah actually there's one more one more yeah, let's finish the interview okay so teachers do you think it's fair for them to just put on a video in class and have that be their lesson for the day? A lot of people, speaking for myself as well, just looking around when the video comes in, they either go on their phone, they either just put their head down, or it just doesn't matter to them because it it's just a video. It's an opportunity to just take a break. But unless it's like that video is like entertaining and will appeal to the teenager audience then mm -hmm. i think that it could work um, mm -hmm. but if it's not if it's like a crash course or whatever i don't think that's helpful really because like like i said it's just an opportunity to put my head down i i've been there done that but like i said if it's yeah. if it's appealing to the teenager you know audience and it's entertainment and you're also learning from it i think that's a great idea especially in today's age but Overall, um, I really don't think a video would be better because I think it'd be better hands-on learning from a teacher than from a video. So, do you think that a teacher that teachers should be making their own videos of how to do 
certain things. So say I'm going to use a kind of a kiddie example here. Like a math teacher made a video going over how to do addition and subtraction. You're hearing the teacher's voice, but then they're still, and they're still teaching as if they were in class. They're going over the lesson, showing you how to do it step by step and eventually doing practice problems. Do you think that students can benefit from that? Yeah, definitely. Cause they're doing it also. I also didn't add this. Um, the, Say if it's just like that with a different teacher, like what is the teacher doing? You're showing the video of someone else's work. Like, I feel like they should do it as well. And especially in this time, I feel like they should be putting out videos because they're teachers and they should be learning how to do the technology because that's how it's going to be. You know, it's, I don't like it because I like hands-on. I like being in the classroom and the experience. But um, in this day and age, you have to know how to use the technology and, I know my uh, math teacher or some math teacher, Ms. Martinez, he's been putting out videos. He's huh. been doing it. The best. So, you know, I respect that because he's putting in work and he's showing everyone how to do it because he's the teacher and he should be doing that. But he's like doing I said, what he should. Yeah, exactly. He's a teacher. Uh-huh. Strong, strong words here from, from the president himself. Um, Mr. President, we want to thank you for being on the show. Um, before we cut you off here, any shout outs you want to give? Uh, no, I'm good. You good? Um, shout out to all the my uh, classmates for the class. Twenty twenty one strong, baby. <laughs> good year coming. Good year coming. All, all right, guys. all right. Thank you, Pat. See you later. That was cool. That's 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 one strong president right there. All right, that's right there. We've got one final guest coming on. Um, another junior from our uh twenty twenty one class. Um. Marist lacrosse commit. Um, that's Ooh. one baby, something I'll never see. Um, Lexi Province, welcome. Hey guys. Hey Lex. Okay. Okay, you so ready for what... this? Yep, I'm ready. All right. So, I came up with a few more questions while we were talking to them. So mm-hmm. I have some new questions. Okay. Uh, well, Throwing the first curveball. First one I want to ask is. Overall, do you think that students rely too much on technology? Um, I don't know if they're relying too much, but they're relying definitely a lot on technology. You know, with the whole online school thing, you are able to look up answers and all that stuff, you know? Yeah, so there's definitely so, between us relying on it during online schooling as opposed to a regular yeah. school. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, right now, do you think teachers are doing a good job at keeping our education going during um, At least for me, I feel like it depends on the teacher because some teachers are way more involved in Google Classroom and the assignments that they're assigning are a lot more helpful mm-hmm. than what some of the other teachers are doing. But I feel like they're trying their best for the circumstances that are given, you know? Mm-hmm. So, but for me, I would much rather like in the classroom setting than having to do all this online things because I feel like I'm not retaining any of the information as well as I would be in the classroom. All right. Well, so for along the lines of distance learning and online schooling, do you think teachers should be doing more? Like, do you think that they should have a Google Meet every day? Like, because we would be in school normally every Mm -hmm. day. So do you think that... I feel like that would be a lot of pressure for the students especially if every teacher was having a google meet every single day that would be a lot of like hard work and it'd be very time consuming 
So mm-hmm. although it would be like idealistic and really beneficial for the education, I don't know if it's like realistic, even I... though it would be beneficial. Do you have anything to say, Ant? No, nah, you you're kind of just running the show here. I'm letting you do your okay. thing. Okay. Um. All right. So, do you think it's appropriate for a teacher every day? Well, not every day, but more often than not, to just put on a video and have the video teach the students on online school or regular school? Um. Well, obviously, online school. That's the first kind one of that's out. disputed that question. Yeah. I like that. You don't like it? No, I do like that. That's the first person that's asked to specify. So I, we can really take this in two different yeah, directions. Yeah, it depends. If it's a, like, if the teacher shows a video for, like, most of the class period and then has time for discussion after the video, it's, like, answer questions. Obviously, it depends on the subject. Like, if it's yeah. math, they could, like, answer questions. Or, like, if it's social studies, there might not be as many questions, you know? Mm-hmm. But if it's online school, then if this especially if the teacher's not doing Zoom meetings and they find, like, a really good video that they think is going to help the students, I definitely think that could be beneficial than just, like, assigning random assignments based on whatever they learned already. So do you think a teach? do you think it's wrong for a teacher to find videos online and assign that as opposed to hosting, like, a Google Meet? Opposed to no, I feel like Google Meets would be better than having a video. But you know, sometimes like the teachers could be busy or something, so that might they might not have the time to do a Google Meet. But the meets with the teachers would be better. Mm-hmm. Because they're getting that that like interaction with the students that the students can yeah. like ask questions and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And the teachers are familiar with the students, so they know mm-hmm. that they know each student's strength. Yeah their downfall 100%. and since we're on the topic of videos i feel like um w- when lexi mentioned oh playing a video for most of the class and then discussing it i feel like discussion is honestly the best way to learn you could decide learned or not mm-hmm. you need for, to have a discussion like that you need a teacher you need someone who is well educated in the topic and then just let the students go at it let them let the students hear other people's beliefs and ideas and Maybe they could learn something from that. I really, I mean, I definitely have in the past, but you got to have that teacher there to make sure that they're saying the right things, you know? Not that nobody's ever wrong. If you're talking, if we're talking opinions, then you're not wrong, but you need that teacher there to give them the fact check. Like, say we're having a debate about, or we're discussing the Revolutionary War, and oh, I say something like, oh, the Declaration of Independence being signed in 1775. You need the teacher there to be like, all right, let's take a step back. It was signed in 1776. You, you, can you see where I'm, I'm going here? Uh-huh. So, um, mm-hmm. yeah, I definitely love discussion. I love debate. That's why I do this. Um, yeah, I'm done. You can, Emma, continue. All right. Um, well, now that, distance learning has been issued I feel like students definitely have taken this chance to up their grades a bit because they have access to the internet during the day um so before distance learning do you think using technology was an issue okay so I actually have a kind of interesting perspective on this because in some of my classes um 
I was struggling in the beginning to figure out the um, website that my teacher was assigning assignments on. And I kept getting like zeros because I didn't know how to work the website. So it was negatively impacting my grade. Uh-huh. So and I feel like that never that definitely did not happen during regular school, you know. So I mm-hmm. feel my average has gone down in that class because I was just bad at using the website and I didn't have anybody to um, help explain it to me. Yeah. And that that can't be your fault, obviously. Mm-hmm. But thank, thankfully, my teacher, I emailed her about it, and she was understanding. But still, it was like, I don't know, like, what if she wasn't understanding? That would have been very bad for my grade. Um, Out of curiosity, this may be a little off topic, but what are your thoughts on the AP exams this year? Because I know that you the took AP exams? Oh, gosh. Okay. So I took AP Bio and AP Lang, and I liked the AP Lang exam. Because it was just one question on a subject that I knew a lot about, that my teacher went over a lot in the beginning of the year. Now, I was pretty comfortable with. But for AP Bio, that was so not fair because they cut out a bunch of units and I was tested on one of the units, which is genetics, that I wasn't that comfortable with. So I feel like my grade is definitely not going to reflect how hard I work during the year and everything that I know. You're not getting the, the like recognition for all your hard mm-hmm. work. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, definitely. When you talk about um it being cut short, so you said that the A- the AP Lang exam was only one question on a certain certain topic. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're comfortable with that topic, then you're obviously gonna thrive. But mm-hmm. people have their strengths and weaknesses in every in every course. I know I have mine in chemistry and pre calculus. Um, I have my strengths and weakness. My strengths and weaknesses um are all over the board. I. I can't name them off the top of my head, but if you put a question in front of me, we can really test that and find out. But it, I don't think I agree with you guys. I don't think it's fair that it's only on one topic because a, you're not being recognized for all the work you're putting in all year and all the topics that you're um, relentlessly studying to um, prepare for this test. And then on the second hand, if you're not comfortable with a, with a topic, then you're obviously going to choke up under the pressure and just completely crumble. Because if it were just a normal test, if you were lacking in one area, then you could make up for it mm-hmm. in another, have it balance yep. out a good grade. But if it's just one question or, or even two questions, then like you don't really have that much of a chance to show off mm-hmm. and show what you actually do. Absolutely. Yeah. All right, so my final question is, do you think that students' motivation has been suffering due to distance learning? Yes, definitely, because there's now that all the regents and, like, finals were canceled and stuff, there's no, like, goal to work up towards. There's mm-hmm. nothing that you need to study for that your grade's going to depend on. It's just your average, you know, and that you can look up the answers for whatever and get a good average. So there's mm-hmm. really the lack of motivation that's occurring at least in me which I feel like is also occurring in yeah. most other students so do you think that distance learning is a time because I see this in two different ways because I know a lot of people some people like me I use this time to to bring up my average because in my opinion mm-hmm. online school is easier now because it's just it's just simpler to me for me like, my average has gone up. But mm-hmm. for most people who are kind of like, oh, it's summer, it's no school, I don't have to do schoolwork, their grades are suffering because 
they're not doing their work. Mm-hmm. But teachers are kind of giving them a little bit of aid. So in my opinion, I don't think it's fair for the students who have been working hard during this whole time for teachers to like to kind of help the kids who have not done anything. Are you following? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah I understand that. Because the, like, the- it's also just a stressful time in general. So the teachers might not know if they're just lazy or if they're going through something. So they kind of just have to, you know, do it anyway. Yeah, I guess. All right. All right, Lexi, any closing remarks before we cut you off here? Um, nope, I think I'm good. All right, cool. Thank you for your time. Thank you, Lex. Right, bye. All right, we're running a little over a half hour strong here. I think um, this was a successful run. We got a lot of great minds put together. Um, this has been episode five of the People Discussion Podcast. You can check more of us out at the Charles Street Times, some writing from Emma and myself. You can check more of me out at Ride the Wave Media on the New Guys Podcast. Um, starting to get uploaded every week now. We're going to start to become more consistent with that. Um, this episode has been brought to you by, well, no one yet. Um, maybe we can get a sponsor in the future. Um, we'll see everybody next week. Bye.